This is the Avadian Podcast. I'm Eric Chambers, your social media and public relations specialist. We've talked about mortgages quite a lot on our podcast, but today I'm going to tell you my firsthand experience and make sure you know a few things that I didn't know going into the process. All that and more on today's Avadian Podcast. Young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs, fabulous futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all? Today, we're going to talk about my mortgage experience. And you're thinking, we have already talked about this. We've discussed it with a mortgage lender. We've discussed it with a realtor. What else do you have to say about it? I can tell you right now, there were quite a few things that I did not expect coming once I got started down this path. First of all, we've talked about pre-approval and how key that is to getting the house you want. Let me tell you, it is an absolute necessity. The market around Birmingham right now is crazy. Anything in a range of a two-bedroom, two-bath to a three-bedroom, three-bath, anywhere between $175,000 to about $300,000 is going to disappear as soon as it gets on the market. We offered on five different houses that we didn't get. And some of those houses, we even offered more than was asked. So getting your pre-approval allows you to make those offers immediately. As soon as you find the house you want, you can say, this is what I want, here's my offer. And honestly, they may come back with a counter offer. I had a great experience with our mortgage loan officers at Avadian. I had my pre-approval, but wanted to offer more than I was pre-approved for. She immediately got back to me as soon as I texted her and said, hey, we need a new pre-approval letter. Can you help us out? This is time sensitive. So talking about our house, we went to view one in November. We're ready to go. Put in an offer, got beat out. We did it again in the middle of December, got beat out. Another time in December, we got so excited about this house. We were ready to go, got in our car, and we're going to meet our realtor there. They had already sold it before we could walk through the door and look at it. That's the market we live in right now, guys. And if you don't get pre-approved, you're not getting a house. Another part of the pre-approval and offering is you really have to butter up your seller. So we offered more than was asked for the house, more than the selling price. But we also had to write a letter and send a picture of ourselves. We sent our wedding picture just to try to say, hey, this is where we want to start our family and just appeal to the emotional side of the seller. It really is a vicious market out there and you have to do everything you can to make sure this person picks you to buy their home. Another thing to think about when you make the offer, I know you've saved up for a down payment and you have all of that money there. And to be honest with you, that was all of the money I had in my life. But when you make the offer, you have to be ready to pay earnest money. So that is a check that you give to the other realtor that they hold on to. And that basically assures that you're going to follow through with this offer if they accept it. And that's another thing to think about. Who carries checks around anymore? I don't. So you have to make sure you have a checkbook or go get some temporary checks from the bank to be ready to do that. Talking about unexpected costs, I never considered the inspections. And this happens after your offer has been accepted. So inspections, you really just need one major inspection. That's a full house inspection, but that's going to cost $400 to $500. You absolutely have to do it. They walk through your house, they sniff the wood, make sure it's still viable. They pull the doorknobs, they throw things at the windows to make sure they aren't break. No, but really, they do go through it with a fine tooth comb, looking in every corner, checking every bathroom, 
checking all the windows, they are a necessity. And that allows you to make your counter offer if you find something you don't really like that you want them to change. But anyway, that's gonna cost you somewhere between $400 and $500. That's just for a general inspector. I also had my sewer inspected, and that's when you call a plumber and they basically just run a camera down your toilet all the way to the street to make sure the sewer is not clogged up. Or there's any kind of obstructions or it's bending in on itself. But this is a big deal because if you don't fix your sewer or tell them the sewer is broken and take some costs off the house, it's gonna cost you a lot of money later. To fix a sewer, they're gonna have to dig it up. Nothing is cheap about digging things up in your house or in your yard. Another thing to think about here is your realtor can be a huge help. If you're trying to get an inspector, I know first time homeowners, I had no idea who to call. I don't know a plumber. I don't even know where to find a general inspector. Your realtor is a huge asset here. He or she does this all day, every day. So basically, they should have a list of vendors that they like to use for things like this. And they can give you, ours was great about this, gave us the highest end we could pay and the lower end we can pay. Here's someone a little bit cheaper. Here's someone that you know is going to do a good job. So that's definitely a resource you want to take advantage of. And as our realtor said, and hopefully most good realtors are doing the same thing, she's our realtor for life. So if we ever need anything or we're looking to do some, doing some remodeling, she's there to help tell us who to use, where to get some cheaper parts, things like that. It also helps that we dog sit for our realtor, but that's beside the fact. After the inspection, you're going to want to send your concessions. So our house, there were a couple of windows that were double pane windows and the gas seal had been broken. Raise your hand if you knew what a gas seal was. Not this guy. I had no idea. So basically that means in a double-paned window, there are two panes, and inside of that is a sealed area of you know, air that keeps that adds more insulation. So we had seven or eight windows that had that broken. So when we came back to the table with our offer, we said, we would like to say, take $1,500 off the price so we can replace these windows later. You can go other routes and say, I want you to fix these windows before I buy the house, but that's going to take so much time. And you're not going to get them done the way you want to. You won't get to choose who they use or what windows they buy. So we felt like the best way to do it, well, the most expedient for sure, is to say, hey, take this money out and we'll do it ourselves. And that can actually help you meet your closing date, which is something that's a little scary. We'll get to that as well. So make sure you keep your MLO on the loop on that one. Your mortgage loan officer needs to know any change in price at all times. The next thing that comes is underwriting. And before that can get going, you have to order an appraisal. Usually your lenders will do that and they'll take care of that for you. But once you're in underwriting, everything goes quiet. Basically, they're digging through your finances to find out if you're worth worthy of this mortgage, and it can take some time. Some of the things we had to give them were two years worth of tax statements, two months of statements for all of our accounts, every single one of our accounts, and two pay stubs. So they're going to go through that with a fine-tooth comb to see if there are any large deposits, any large withdrawals, and they'll ask you questions. So be prepared to explain some deposits and withdrawals. Then comes the closing. You'll need to have your down payment. I know that's something you know, but you don't necessarily know that you'll need to pay your attorney fees at that point too. So your realtor will usually suggest a title company to handle that, but you'll need to go with that money ready and no not cash in a bag or pulled out of your mattress or in a jar. You need a cashier's check. That's easy to deal with. You just go to one of our branches or, and ask them for a cashier's check and they'll make sure and get that uh, cut for you. And that's basically just a check that certifies, yes, this money is in this account. It's good to go. Another thing you'll need for that closing is two forms of ID. 
I brought four because honestly, I was so scared. Everyone I discussed this with was telling me these horror stories of how closing didn't go well because someone didn't sign what they were supposed to and they were there for four hours. So I went in with a snack, I had a thermos, I was ready for the long haul. And luckily our title people were well prepared. Our uh, seller had already signed everything he needed uh, the week before and everything was ready to go. So basically we went in there and our closing attorney who spoke a mile a minute basically explained everything we had to deal with there. He said, this is what you're signing here. This says this and this here. Both of you sign here, initial here. This means this, this, and this here. We were in and out in 40 minutes, which is astounding to me. I mean, we signed probably 50 different places or initialed somewhere. And all I'm sitting there thinking is, are they still going to give me the keys? What if I sign the wrong thing? All that got wrapped up. We started moving stuff over to the house that night. Those are some of the things you need to think about before you get your mortgage. Let us know some things you found out about mortgages that you did not expect when you bought your home. You can tell us in the comments on our Facebook and Twitter or right here on SoundCloud where we host our podcast. Now let's hear from some of our members. Karsten in Huntsville says, working with the Avadian office in Huntsville was hands down the most pleasant mortgage experience I've ever had. The staff were just as friendly as other local banks and credit unions, but they went above and beyond to accommodate my atypical construction loan. When we decided to refinance after construction was completed, they also helped me secure one of the best rates in town. Thank you, Avadian. Monica says, even though getting through the mortgage process is not easy, Joe Sutton made it seamless as possible. We put our trust in Joe and he was always there for us. We've recommended him to other friends and acquaintances. Thank you, Joe. This is the Avadian Podcast. Have a delightful day.